Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Do you get frustrated that you can't quite seem to get the right look or graphics for your live stream? Have you considered using a virtual camera instead? On this episode, Jim and I are going to discuss how virtual cameras can help you overcome some of the challenges of graphic shortfalls for your show. So Jim, so good to have you back for yet another episode of the Launcher Live podcast. Can you do me a favor? Can you tell our listeners, what is a virtual camera? Yeah, so you wouldn't really think about it maybe, but a virtual camera is basically you're using software or a program app sometimes that in a sense is taking over the camera that you have connected to your computer to allow to virtually enhance what people are seeing on the other end. And so a lot of times, like if we're on things like a Zoom call or whatever, uh, the programs themselves are very limited in what features they will allow you to do. And so the virtual camera really lets you take things to another level where you're in control because it's your camera on your computer as opposed to being limited to maybe whatever program you might be using to broadcast with uh, may not always have all those things that you need. Very good uh, description of what a virtual camera is. Yeah. And, you know, I like using virtual cameras. I think a lot of people, I think they're actually afraid of them. And I think it's because, you know, when you use live streaming software, a lot of times you bring your camera source in and, you know, it's your webcam or maybe you've stepped up to plugging in an external webcam or you've gone a step further and you're using a mirrorless DSLR camera, maybe like a Sony Alpha uh, 6100 or a Canon M50, you know, and then when you start to introduce the virtual camera, I think a lot of people, um, I think it's like, oh, it's really cool, but then they don't know how to actually set them up or how to use them. And, you know, I, I definitely think that they can be a great way to um, help you enhance your live stream. Uh, for example, you know, when we talk about graphics for your live show. For example, we talk about building a set of graphics. What a lot of people will typically do is they'll use the same program that everyone else uses and your graphics start to look the same. And when you get into live streaming, if everybody is using the same exact live stream, their show starts to look the same because, you know, everybody's presenting the same view. For example, if you're doing an interview, it's you know, the two of you split down the middle. Maybe you'll have an instance where like the two of you are up close or the two of you are far away. You know, um, if you're sharing a screen, you may have a big picture of what you're sharing and then one or two people off to the side. So it looks the same for a lot of people. And so if you want to help your live stream stand out, because remember, they only get, you know, you only get to make, uh, one chance to make a first impression with somebody, you know, you want to consider using a virtual camera. And um, it, it's because it allows you to add some of those different camera angles, but you can also do some other things beyond just camera angles. I know you can add 
a lot of elements to your live stream, for example, that overlay over top of you using a virtual camera, you know, but I mean, for me, it really is the idea of having that, that different look and view that people aren't necessarily used to seeing. So that, because I think like if people start to see the same thing, they assume that it's the same exact show, even though it's a different person doing the show. So is there anything else you want to add there, Jim, about virtual cameras? Uh, well, I think, you know, I think the one thing that, that you have to consider and you kind of hit on is how do you stand apart, right? What makes you different? And I think that uh, maybe it is the fear, right? But it's like, it's really not that hard. It's uh, it's just a matter of practicing just like everything else, right? Try it, you know, try it on your own, uh, you know, I, as well. And you can definitely improve your look in a very professional manner and really make yourself stand apart because I think that virtual presenting is not going away. So if you want to stand out really, you know, the software part, you know, or third party tools can sometimes really be a lot of effort. So you have to figure out ways that you can adjust. And like I said earlier, really it's, it's about how do I control the environment instead of being controlled by the environment. So one question I have before we go into some virtual camera programs is, can I use a virtual camera with my existing camera? Um, can I also stack maybe some of these virtual camera programs? You know, I don't know if I would necessarily stack. I mean, I will say this, you can switch between virtual cameras during okay. the time you're using it. So as an example, one thing where I think why I would use a virtual camera is something that a lot of people are using right now, and that's Zoom. Mm -hmm. And here's why I would use a virtual camera with Zoom. Most times, if people want to, quote unquote, share a presentation, they are forced into doing a screen share. And if you're in a group environment, you're losing sight of all the people that maybe are watching you present. Mm -hmm. So by using a virtual camera inside that camera window, mm -hmm. you can actually use, uh, you know, some of the tools we're going to talk about uh, a little bit later, but like I like using either Prezi mm -hmm. or Ecamm because it allows me to do some graphics things that there's just no other way to do. The other piece of that as well in, in regards to that is, you know, my friend Chris Stone and I did a presentation on, um, on a zoom. Uh, we were, we were co-presenting and where zoom would have normally forced us to be in separate windows by using Ecamm as an example, we were both in that same window and we had our presentation. So we were able to flawlessly, you know, be co-speaking without bouncing around like you would normally uh, consider with Zoom. And we were in control of everything that showed up on screen. Because how many times have you been on a Zoom and, you know, you're waiting for the host to give you screen share permission and they can't figure out how to do it? Well, with that virtual camera, it's like, I got this. I, I don't need your help. So that's one where I really think you want to use it. And then with some of the third-party software, whether it's, you know, you know, Ecamm, StreamYard, whatever, we're sometimes limited uh, in what we can actually do from a graphic standpoint. Why? Because these products are made for a large group of people. So mm -hmm. you have to figure out how can you stand apart. It's not really, to, in my opinion, the responsibility of these companies to give you this really high-end 
graphics capability because they're giving it to you if you want to make the effort. And I think that's that's where sometimes people say, well, I want to, you know, look like this show or that show. I mean, whether it's, you know, the shows you and I do on, you know, the, the show we do together, Social Chatter, mm-hmm. you know, the Tim and Jim show or, you know, even the shows we do on Amazon Live, we're able to make ourselves look better and stand apart because we take other programs to feed that stuff in. And when we need to, we can use a virtual camera with a lot of these programs, right? I, I like using, you know, it's, it's kind of a, you know, it might sound like a strange mix, but using Ecamm as a virtual camera in StreamYard mm-hmm. allows me to multi-stream and do things like share my iPhone or iPad screen if I want to present something. I also like doing that when I teach virtual classes for some colleges, I have gone to using the virtual camera to do the presentation instead of just doing the PowerPoint share, because I want to be able to have that reaction, especially in a Zoom, uh, to be able to see and keep track of the attendees and their questions and comments. Great questions. Yeah. And so what I want to do here is I want to kind of walk through, I know you've kind of name dropped a couple of these, but I want us to walk through uh, some of the virtual cam programs that are out there. You know, I know we've listed off just a handful of them here, um, but can you kind of start with, you know, what, what would what would be one of the first ones someone could do? And for example, I know you mentioned you could share your phone screen. Um, does that require just plugging in the cable to your computer and then bringing it into the software or do you have to have an adapter? Yeah, you're going to need to. Now, there there are other programs out there. I haven't necessarily tried this, you know, at home, but but there are programs that we I think we've even talked about this on a previous episode of Launch Your Live, mm-hmm. like NDI, that will let you uh, do, you know, bring in your phone, uh, you know, virtually as one of the cameras, as an example, in Ecamm. And then Ecamm will allow you to switch cameras within the Ecamm program as a virtual camera. Uh, but when I would probably start with, if you're, because, you know, not everybody has a Mac, is Prezi. Mm-hmm. Prezi is a, is a very nice program. They keep making improvements. And so it'll let you do things like you can have, you know, set up lower third. You can set up uh, graphics. You can even run presentations where you're still on camera mm-hmm. and your presentation is like taking up a portion of the screen or you can go full screen. It, it lets you kind of switch between nothing on screen, par- partially on screen okay. to the whole presentation is taking it, but it's in your camera window as opposed to having to worry about doing a screen share. Awesome. And so that that's why, you know, Prezi, both Windows and Mac. Now you and I are both, you know, Mac users primarily. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would say my second favorite uh, at, at times is Ecamm. And, you know, Ecamm allows you to set up scenes in advance. It's great for doing presentations, even if you're recording a presentation, because you can record it in your favorite, you know, software, you know, programs like Streamer will let you do record only. But now you can have that whole graphics thing you can switch between a, a scene where maybe you're sharing a video uh, with the audio as well so that's where I, I would say ecamm and ecamm will also work with zoom right both of these programs ecamm and prezi can be used within zoom and within most of these third-party uh, apps that i'm aware of because you're basically just picking 
those programs as your virtual cam, you'll, you'll have a drop down for that. So that's, those are, you know, a couple of, of the ones that I really like, uh, what you want to talk about a couple others, Christian? Yeah, sure. So uh, obviously if you want to do this on the, and I say on the cheap, because you're already paying for streaming software. Why do you also then want to potentially go into paying for another software? You know, Ecamm, for example, is not free along with some of the other ones we have here. Um, but OBS, for example, is a, is a free option. Um, it's, it's freeware, which means basically there's some support there, but it's not a lot. So you're, you know, you can do a whole lot more with OBS, uh, but it is something that um, it is going to, it's got a bit of a learning curve. I know, Jim. And I know, obviously, because it's freeware, it's going to be a little bit, potentially a little bit buggy. Um, you may get things to work. You may not get them to work. There may be little quirks here and there um, because, you know, if somebody's not necessarily getting paid for their work, they're going to put some time into it, but they're not going to do like a ton of time because, you know, again, people want to put their time into things that are going to make money. So um, OBS would be another option. Um, another one also to check out would be uh, Manicam. And uh, Manicam is also like, it's one that I know, Jim, we've talked about before. Um, it's a way for you to add quite a few other enhancements to your live stream. I know a lot of people will do it to add, uh, for example, it's got some emoticon uh, features, but you can do things like uh, replacing your background. Uh, so it's got chroma keying. You can automatically, if you want to blur your background, it's got some of those features. So you can do all this in Manicam and then bring it in as a virtual camera. Um, it's got some the ability to draw on screen as well. Um, so it, it does enhance the live streaming capabilities. Uh, there's also a whole lot more. You can add lower thirds. Um, you can bring in, you know, URLs. There's access to certain kinds of cameras as well. Um, so uh, Manicam would be an option. And then as far as the price for Manicam, for example, it's actually not very expensive. It's uh, about $27 for the standard plan. It's $50 a year for the studio plan. And then their premium one's only $69 a year. We're, we're talking like super cheap. I mean, what's that? Like five, $6 a month at the most. Right. Um, so you do have Manicam. So that one's a paid option. Um, and then Jim, I'm going to throw it back to you. I know we've got another one uh, called Snap Camera. Can you tell people about that one? Like that's a virtual camera. What is it? Why might I use that one? Yeah. So Snap Camera was actually created by the folks over at Snapchat. And what it really allows, it allows for some filters and, you know, can make make things kind of fun, right? It's a, it's a little bit of almost kind of a green screen yeah. type approach. So, uh, you know, as an example, you know, maybe you're doing something at Halloween or some other holiday and you want to have fun. Uh, it's, it'll like, you know, make you look like you're wearing a hat or glasses and has other type of things. And, and it's another one of these that people can create filters on the snap camera and then share them with uh, people publicly. And I'd say that's probably similar to like with OBS, right? It's kind of the same thing is creative people put stuff out there. And, and so it's, it's kind of, you never know what you're going to get. Um, you know, for me personally, I don't know that I would necessarily use it uh, unless it was for something specific to just, you know, having, having fun and goofing around, uh, you know, so that could be something good for like, if you're trying to create some videos that you want to put on things like TikTok or even, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, Instagram reels or something like that. But uh, so that, that's another option. And then there's another one that's fairly new. 
as, as far as I'm n- know, and it's called mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yep. I said mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they continue to do things. I haven't necessarily dove into that one, but I've heard yeah. a lot of good feedback. I don't know if you've got any experience with that, uh, Christian, but uh, but those are a couple others. And you know, if uh, if you're listening to this, you know, make sure to go to our. Uh, you know, our Facebook uh, page and, and give us some some comments on maybe some things that you've seen uh, that maybe we don't know about. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd say this, I mean, with virtual cameras, to Jim's point, they can do a lot of different things. So, for example, you know, one big thing with live streaming is stream stability. So you want to have your stream always be up and you know, when you add a lot of bells and whistles to the platform, it also makes it really complicated or it can make it complicated to use. And you have to remember, it's great to have all these bells and whistles. However, they can get away from your core message when you are live streaming. So I'd recommend testing some of these out and using them in certain situations. Like, for example, to Jim's point, if you're going to be you know, sharing a presentation, Prezi is a great a tool, a great virtual camera for that. You know, you can also, you know, let's say you want to share your screen, Ecamm, definitely test that one out for that purpose. Um, again, Manicam, I was even, by the way, I was really surprised at this gem. I was checking out the pricing and for a lifetime deal, it's $97 or $129 for their premium plan. And that basically just gives you access to more devices. You get 4K quality, you get uh, multiple video sources that you can bring in. And it's got like it's got mobile app access. It's got chroma keying, background blurring. Like there's so much you can do with that for that you know small amount of money that they're charging. Mm. Um, getting into you know Snapcam uh, real quick. You know as you mentioned, it adds filters to your video feed, but you do want to be you know selective. Like if you're going to be giving a presentation uh, to a chamber of commerce, for example, you're not going to pop on with you know uh, necessarily like you know a, a, um, a holiday themed filter on your camera, you know, you're going to want to keep it professional. So that may not be the right kind of virtual camera for that situation. Um, or you can check out, mm-hmm, again, uh, that one also lets you, for example, add video backdrops. It lets you add slides, for example, off to the side. You can do some custom camera overlays. There's some awesome things there. And that one's about a hundred dollars, um, but lots and lots and lots of options. And the great thing about all of these, by the way, is that they work with your existing live streaming software. So they're like an add-on. So um, you can use them for a lot of different things, you know, and we're not recommending one over the other because, you know, each one has their own purpose and their own benefit for your live stream. And the key thing is it's all about your content. So I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode 53 of the Launch Your Live podcast, where we discussed how virtual cameras can help you improve and enhance your live stream. Remember, as Jen mentioned, if you need help with your live streaming, contact us for consultation by messaging us on our Facebook page at Launch Your Live. And for more information on this episode, head to launchyour.live forward slash EP53. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live.
So until next time, keep going live.